Howdy, Yokes, and welcome Howdy. back to Bacon yokes. and Eggs. This is a podcast about stuff. This week, we're talking very tangentially about things related to games of some sort. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Carlin, and I almost cried in therapy today. Do you want to tell us more about that or just... No, but I'll leave you with this little word of wisdom. You are not a burden. You are a resource. And sometimes resources get damaged. And that's okay. That does not make them burdens. That was the deepest shit you've ever said on this podcast in five and a half years. (laughs) Yeah. Look at that wisdom. My name's Ethan Edgehill, the other host of this podcast. I said my name a lot better this time. This is the second time we're doing this, and I said my name a lot better this time. Uh, my name is Ethan. Uh, I did not cry in therapy today because I did not go to therapy today. Um, I don't currently have a therapist because my last therapist turned out to be like a capital stormer. <laughs> Good work. Not not actually, but like there was a conversation of like, I don't know. I don't know what, what those dudes did was wrong. And I was just kind of like, cool. And then I canceled my next appointment and never went back. You should call him up and see how he feels about Angel Reese. I legitimately cannot remember his name. (laughs) Oh, my God. That happened to me today going to my therapy appointment. I couldn't think of his name because he's just my therapist, right? I don't get in there like... Mr. Therapy. Right. I don't don't get in there and say like, oh, hey, Mr. Jason Seagal. David. Right. I... That's your I, name, I'm David Therapy, right? Right. I'm I'm scared to like say a fake name in case it's correct. <laughs> yeah, this is this thing about how how kids with cell phones are reinventing last names like they were invented to begin with. What do you mean? What? Where they're like where 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 the the concept of people saving people on their phone is like you know, mm. John Landlord or yes. you know, Billy guy who gave me chlamydia is like how we got last names the last time we did it, you know. Yeah, in the in the single digits. Yeah, probably they have they had last names before Jesus, right? Like, did Jesus have a last if, name? If Jesus came out and he was like, "Guys, what's up? My name is Jesus Christ," and they're like, "What's the <laughs> what's the second part of that?" What? What? Do you, my name's just Matthew. Mine's yeah, I I'm Matthew. <laughs> John was the first John, <laughs> and then we had John the Baptist. His was three. You know, but you're, what do you mean, Jesus Christ? Simon what Peter is has two that? names. Simon Peter does have two names. What's his last? Is, like, is he like Queen Elizabeth, though, where, where her name was just like Elizabeth, Mary, Angela, Rangela, Pangela, Lamangela? Like, no I, actual, you never get around to like a last name, like... I know that there is some wisdom to be had in the in the portions of the Bible that are about family trees. And I have a degree in religion. That was never something I was interested in. Uh, not religion. I was very interested in religion. But the the, the if people had multiple names, like I know that if many I were, sons had Father Abraham. Yes, <laughs> that one I got down. Uh, <laughs> and I'm one of them. Uh, I think, and I if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I think anytime they talk about Simon Peter, they just say like, and then Simon, who was sometimes called Peter. <laughs> Is that for real? I believe so, yeah. Wild. I, and I could be wrong, but I know that there are passages that say that specific verbiage. So then then, then he was... Simon se llama Pedro. Sure, 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 sure. But like, do we think he was two people? Uh, no. Like, did he sometimes go by Peter, or was it sometimes just Peter? I don't know. I, I, I feel like I know that like if you're reading the Gospels, anytime somebody chimes in to ask Jesus a question... It's Simon Peter. Like, he's always the one that so types in and is like... So he's the audience surrogate. Yeah, he's the one that's like, what about this, Jesus? And then Jesus is like, I, oh my God, let me break it down more simply. <laughs> is it me, Jesus? <laughs> Be it nice me, to Jesus? people. <laughs> Be nicer to people. Uh, did I fucking stutter? <laughs> uh, All right, let's talk about... Let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast about stuff. Um, it, let me just ask you a question up front, um, because I don't know if you actually pulled the thread you were, you were talking about pulling. Um, I it, wanted to, but I could, I literally, like, I, it's I, going to take me weeks to figure it out. Oh, could, there's probably nothing there. I, I have a theory. Can I okay, tell you the well, thread we'll I was going to we'll get to that story later on. <sighs> I was going to name drop one of the hosts of a podcast that got canceled, but I don't know which one got in trouble, so. What podcast? The, like the journalism one. Oh, Reply All? <laughs> yeah, that one. 
<laughs> I don't know. I can never tell them apart anyway. I was going to call you PJ, like, but I don't know if PJ's the one that got in trouble or not. I don't know. I, don't, I think PJ's the good one, but I could be wrong. One would hope. I don't remember the other dude's name, so one would hope. Um, so is yours, let me ask you this question up front. Is yours about sports? No, it is not. Damn, okay. Because I was gonna. Because mine's about sports. Does that sport have a video game? I mean, yeah, but that has a snap shit to do with it. That's you'll okay. See, you'll see when I get there. Uh, mine's more of a puff piece than anything. I did sort of forget about the assignment um, because we made it like three weeks ago. Yeah, I, I don't even know that I have a full story. I was kind of just going to pull on a thread with you and see what, what happened. But I've got I've got an interesting little piece oh. of trivia related I, to games. Can I tell a story real quick about pulling on threads? Yeah. Okay, so I this is going to require me to talk about movies, but as like, like a thing, not as like a thing I want to cover, but just like as like an idea, as a medium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you ever get this thing on TikTok where they will just show you, you know, three to five uninterrupted minutes of a movie yes where it'll just be like a whole scene right from a movie so recently i had this happen to me where it was like five days in a row i got clips from the movie sully the tom hanks movie but the guy that landed the plane in the water right yeah yeah, yeah. uh i'd never seen this movie um it was oh uh, dude what listen man it was like 2016 like that was not a prime ethan goes to see biopics time <laughs> um that was uh ethan living on his own figuring it out time yeah yeah when that movie came out yes um so I was just like, yo, they, they keep showing me scenes from this movie, Sully. I'm just going to watch it and see what, what what's the deal with it, right? Yep. Um, So I did that, right? I just, I queued it up and was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch Sully tonight. And I did. And it was great. Like, it was a good, it was a good time, man. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's a good time. Like, it's a fun little movie. It's like a clean, like, hour and 25 minutes long. It's great. Um, What are you doing? I'm sorry. Give me one second. I got to plug my charger in. Okay. <laughs> Hoo-huh, where'd you go? Sully, hour and so many minutes long. He's like an hour, 29 minutes long, 25 minutes long or whatever. It's a good movie, right? It's just fun. It's a, it's an easy little, uh, little biopic. Anyway, so after I was done with that, um, it was like, you know, it, a couple days went by and I started getting scenes from a different movie. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, this worked last time. I'm just going to put it on. It was the Bradley Cooper movie, Burnt. It's a movie about a chef, uh, who's like, had a, has a mental breakdown and is coming back to chefing. Trying to get his yeah, third yeah, Michelin yeah. star. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil what I think your point's about to be yeah. for the listener. Uh, it has got all the hallmarks of a movie I would love. It's about a chef, and it's about Bradley Cooper having a mental breakdown. Which I would say every movie I've ever seen about a chef, love. Every movie about Bradley Cooper having a mental breakdown, I've loved. Silver Linings Playbook, great. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, great. Like, how do you mess this up? And Burnt sucks. No. Ah. Oh. I mean, it's fine. Like, it's not a masterpiece. Um. It's one of those moments where Bradley Cooper is like clearly the best actor in the room. Yeah. He's basically the best actor in any room he's in. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a couple people in this movie that are like big, big, big name stars that are just like not really giving it their all. Like Emma Thompson's it's always in it. frustrating. Yeah. Emma Thompson's in it giving like a 30%, which is pretty, still pretty damn good. Um, you know, Emma Thompson's 30% is probably better than Alicia Vikander's 100%. That she's giving, mm-hmm. um, but like it's a fine movie. It's it's you know if they're right home about it. it's better than the twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes says. I'll tell you that much. Um, is it a ninety five? No, but like twenty eight is harsh. Um, yeah, that's mean. It's mean. Anyway, so <laughs> the, that movie was pretty decent, right? Well, lo and behold, the next one <laughs> that comes up um, is Invincible, the the Mark Wahlberg movie about the guy that uh, joins the Philadelphia Eagles, right? This is a movie mm-hmm. I've seen more than more than once, but I still I was like, you know what? I haven't revisited it in probably like over 10 years. Right. So I was just like, TikTok's been 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 doing OK for me recently. I watched it. Movie slaps, man. And then, uh, you know, it, it was like it was like, hey, you know, you you should watch Memento by Christopher Nolan. It just keeps giving me these leads like uninterrupted scenes. Right. I just keep doing it. So it's like I watched Invincible. I watched Memento. Um and then last night, it was like, it was telling the universe was talking to me. It was like, you didn't really love Moneyball the first time you watched the Brad Pitt movie. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine that feeling. I mean, it's just, it was kind of boring. It's, it's slow. Okay. Like it's slow. Oh, it was not what I was looking for at the time. Um, oh my Moneyball's in my top 10. I'm just used to, I'm used to baseball movies being a little more electric. I'm not. The rookie's not electric. You Even shut your mouth. The Sandlot's not electric. Oh, the Sandlot's a garbage piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Sandlot's the second worst movie of all time behind the Goonies. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like sports movies made for children. We've been over this. I'm not Angels I, in the Outfield. I'm not, not interested electric. in the Sandlot. I'm not interested in um, 
when I picture angels in the outfield, I, I literally picture October by Eric Whitaker. And that's it. Just like that sound and the color orange okay, is what like, I picture for angels in the outfield. Uh, Field of Dreams is great. Um, freaking it, like like Major League. Hilarious, but also great. Um, anyway, I was just looking for it to be. Lo- I, I liked it when I watched it last night. Right. So I guess all I'm saying is that like if TikTok is doing the thing where they try to show you three to five uninterrupted minutes of a movie that you either have or have not seen you should just put it on you should just watch it whatever it is just give it a shot it might be a piece of crap but it it hasn't been for me so far um i'm halfway through tonight's movie of the night which is um an anthony hopkins vehicle from 2005 called the world's fastest indian about a guy that i guess rides a motorcycle real fast Mm. uh it's a movie from new zealand and it's fine it's it's definitely like a pg movie um which is it's always sort of something (laughs) You know, I always get worried about how I'd feel about like Remember the Titans if I saw it for the first time as an adult. If I'd be like, yeah, OK. Yeah, I mean, Remember the Titans is, is really good. Like it, it's not um, I think a lot of it is 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 us sort of like having that nostalgia and having that like it's personality defining for us. And it, and it is like about Virginia and you well, know. You watch, yeah. And that's the thing is like those those movies like the the Disney did a lot of sports movies it's like Remember the Titans and Miracle. Right. And that that era. It was like, this is what they were doing. And they're all like, they're all pretty darn good, right? They're yeah. not like, oh, wow, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Like, like from a movie, they're not, they're not like infallible. Right? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm thinking like, uh, you know, I, I, I made the mistake. I, I'll say that I would take mon- I would take Jonah Hill and Moneyball over Jonah Hill and Wolf of Wall Street. That's not hard. That is hard. Jonah Hill and Wolf of Wall Street. As Scorsese, as the best performance he's ever put yeah. in. I mean, but yeah, but Wolf of Wall Street, I can really only watch for like the first hour. <laughs> then right. you get it's a little like, anxious. It's like, uh, yeah, it just gets it gets too sad. This is what I normally hate about biopics, right? Is like they're so fun and interesting, and you get to you get to know the story of like the the thing that happened, right? And and then it's like, I'm sorry, what do you get sad about in the Wolf of Wall Street? I mean, it's just like. Like you're you're watching a guy for two hours just self destruct. Like it's not fun. It's not fun. It's not right. Funny. But I mean, you know who? Oh God, what is his name? Jordan Belfort. Jordan, you know who Jordan Belfort is now. Right. Like, okay. Maybe the Wolf of Wall Street doesn't make you sad, but like Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody makes you sad. Like Bohemian Rhapsody makes you sad. This is Moneyball makes you sad. Yeah. Yeah. The A's can't win. They're terrible. <laughs> They've been terrible our whole life, <laughs> even with Billy Bean. Um, anyway, so that's 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 it for movies. I just want to tell you guys to like if the universe is trying to get you to watch a movie, just watch it. Um, and I will not be reviewing any of these movies. We already well, reviewed Moneyball, but I, just being Seamus. So funny that you brought up uh, Sully starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> is it really? Because my story is about Tom Hanks's first leading role. Okay. In Mazes and Monsters. Mazes and Monsters? Which was a TV movie about the dangers of playing Dungeons and Dragons, led by Tom Hanks, who, if you watch it, and I did, puts in a performance that, like, nobody in this film deserved. It's, it is a propaganda, like, an extended infomercial, uh, basically about this group of four kids in college who play Dungeons and Dragons, or Mazes and Monsters in the movie, and... Tom Hanks is one of them and he's kind of like into the girl that's there and there's like a jock kid that plays with them and then there's like a kid who's like the nerdy kid that you would expect to play Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. Uh, And it's from 1982 and there are a few exceptionally good moments in it. Basically the plot of the movie is like the nerdy kid can't even accept that this group of people are his friends and decides to take the game into the real world and goes to like the local caves they're college students it's like the local caves like like luray caverns or whatever and like commit suicide jesus uh, or like at least attempts to and then they all go into the cavern and i guess i didn't watch the end of it because when the trigger warning started flickering i was like you know what i'm good i don't need the rest of this i got the gist jesus christ uh, uh, yeah uh but i guess they go into the cavern anyway this the is the shortest the wikipedia article i've ever seen for a movie basically it's fun fact. very short uh, but before he was in Mazes and Monsters, Tom Hanks was also in a show that I can't remember the name of about two dudes who dress in drag to like live in a retirement community or something like that. Okay. I just thought that was an interesting story as well. Uh, but that's the start of Tom Hanks' career. And as soon as he starts talking in the movie, you're like, that's Woody. That's Woody right there. It's crazy that he can still just like do it. Just like, like do Woody? Yeah. <laughs> he just has it like there at all times. <coughs> oh, come on. <laughs> uh, that show is called Bosom Buddies. 
Yes, yes. And they like dress in drag and they're trying. I think if I read the synopsis correctly, they're trying to stay in like a retirement community because the rent's cheaper or something. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Why? Because the rent's cheaper. I mean, that's fair. But like, why make that movie? I don't know. Is that your entire story? Uh, So Mazes and Monsters. So that was kind of the the thread that I was pulling on looking at the history of Dungeons and Dragons movies and kind of how they've evolved. Because the new one that came out, which you and I have not seen and will not be reviewing, but we'll see. Yeah, you bailed on me on uh, Sunday. Um, can I tell you why? It was your mom's birthday. It was my mom's birthday, and then I took Finn home. We all took Finn home, and the other kids. And <laughs> Finn, We just took Finn home. And everybody else is still at my mom's house. We mm-hmm. decided we're just having Finn now. Um <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, that's the crazy, you talk about old people gossip, my mom gossips with all her Roanoke, you know, grandma friends. Sure. And uh, one of our, like, family friends, their child, like, my generation, had a kid and just, like, like had multiple children and just dropped one of them off at grandparents' house and, like, left him there. Just just one of them? Just one of them. Just like, oh, we but don't like Steve anymore? Like, <laughs> I don't exactly know what the full story was. But, like, that kid lived with grandparents. And, like, mom and dad would come visit and everything was totally cordial. And the kid would go, like, but you he, know, everybody was still friends. But he had, like, siblings. But he had siblings who lived with mom and dad and he lived with grandparents. What? And he was, like, five or six. Yeah, he wasn't, like, a teenager or anything where what? it was, like, like reasonable for the parents to be, like, I can't stand you anymore. Go stay with grandma. Sometimes like, <laughs> things happen in this town that we live in where I'm, like, we I should move. <laughs> <laughs> i should go to a place where people don't behave this way uh i think it happens everywhere uh, yeah but i mean i love roanoke but like we really do be having some hick shit out here sometimes <laughs> like, for sure uh what how did we end up here anyway so i brought finn home and uh i was trying to he was he was having a hard time going to sleep and so i was kind of standing in the kitchen kind of swinging him around not swinging him but like rocking him and, and spinning in circles slowly and then he vomited in a full 360 <laughs> around me and um, I had a panic attack and cried and went to bed. That's completely fair. I also fell down the stairs on Sunday. What? Uh, yeah. What's going on with you? Man, It's it's been, uh, I don't know, I slammed my finger in the door. I, I, it was the craziest thing falling down the stairs. We we took Olivia into our room and we showed her where we were signing the will. And then uh, just a, like a minute later, she was standing behind me and I was falling down the stairs. <laughs> Which stairs? Uh, from the like upper level to the kitchen level. The carpeted ones. Yeah. Did you like, did you fall down at like Keanu Reeves' stunt double in John Wick falling down nine flights of stairs in a row? Or did you like scoot down on your butt? I scooted down on like my back and butt and made it probably three quarters of the way down before I was able to catch myself. Yeah. Yeah. We've all done that. Yeah. And I think like, I think that's this a time- universal part of the guy experience is like you're going downstairs too fast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, how cool would it be? I bet girls would think I was cool if I could go down these stairs. Yeah, your brother Ben really fast. still thinks that. I, I mean, he's right. That the, man the, is the, like, the faster, it, it's like the a race with himself. Because stairs slow you down so much. He's got to have. He's got to hit his splits on the way down. Like, <laughs> and it's like an agility workout. It's like a free agility workout right there in your house, or in your case, in your obscene office that is up too many flights of stairs. <laughs> too many flights of <laughs> stairs. Really steep McMurrin dorm stairs, not dorm. <laughs> McMurrin uh, hall stairs. McMurrin. McMurrin stairs. Anybody McMurrin. who went to Christopher Newport University. Um, in the new McMurrin. In the new McMurrin. There, the stairs are hell. Which is the oldest building on campus. Nope, that's Santoro. That's Santoro. Or it's probably JR. Nope, Santoro was there first. Dang. Yeah. Santoro and JR in the field house. Ratliff Hall. <laughs> yeah. No, Ratliff's gone. No, that's the no. field house. Oh, what was the one that's gone? Which one? The one they tore down for Forbes. Oh, Gosnold. Gosnold. Gosnold, where the I math like hurt, classes were. Hurts my mouth to say. Gosnold. <laughs> Did I ever tell you at the time that I was in class in Gosnold and I watched a girl who, you know how they had those big blue signs outside of every building? Yeah. Yeah, I watched a girl who was texting on her phone walk straight into and over one of those. Like, nice. Did, out, just out the window, like during class. Like she she was just like so absorbed, talking and walking and just like, boom, and did like a somersault over the front of it. And then just like stood up and like brushed herself off and like put her phone away and kept walking. Forbes is right. It was Forbes was the science building, right? Yeah. And Looter was the business building. Yep. And the David Student Union and McMurrin Hall and the Ferguson Center for the Arts. And that's all this class buildings. Yeah. The Freeman Center. Yeah. And the, the Gaines the, Theater. Now the Ferguson, I think, is the Diamondstein Center. The Torgler Center. That's part of it. That's the other half. Yeah. 
Yeah. The the money money sense. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um well, I'm sorry you fell down a flight of stairs. Is your butt slash back okay? Uh, it still hurts to this very moment. Yeah, believe it. That, that'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, I play golf on Sunday, so my back also hurts, but like I'm, voluntarily. I'm jealous of your back hurting voluntarily. It was fun, man. It was a great day for it. Um, but yeah, like when you don't play 18 holes of golf very often, and it's been a minute. It's been a, an absolute grip since I actually played 18 holes of golf. Um, yeah, you're not like conditioned for it. At all. And you get to the no. end of it and you're like, yeah, my my all my whole upper body hurts. Oh, yeah. I remember that happening when we went to freaking uh, Wintergreen. Oh, my body hurt for a different reason that day. I was violently hung over that morning. Yeah. But then by the end of the day before, I think the best food I've ever eaten was at that restaurant in Wintergreen because I was so hung over. <laughs> yep. And I was so, we'd been like I'd out eaten in the a sun. quarter of a cinnamon roll for breakfast. <laughs> right. We had been a, out a couple sniffs like of bacon. Six hours. You know, yeah, we've been standing in the sun that that hot hot december sunshine at our ski resort um but it was that like it was like that hot december sun yeah, no, it was like it was 70 like, degrees out but it was like beating down yep. on you yep mm. that's a factor of golf courses though like the yeah. sun hits harder on a golf course mm-hmm. than it does anywhere else other than a music festival i would argue that the sun hits pretty freaking hard on a uh, ski resort when there's snow that's fair but that's like that there's a reason for that right like right because there's snow because the snow is white <laughs> right <laughs> like you you understand why you get sunburned there you understand why you get sunburned at the beach but then yeah you go out and and like play golf in the woods and you're like this is the hottest i've ever been in my life um and it's only may like this is ridiculous <laughs> I got a story for you, Tyler. Sure. Tell me all about your story. So this, um, our story comes from, from the world of, if not the game of baseball. Oh, uh, MLB The Show 23 for $70 is the number one seller on the PlayStation Network uh, we'll right see, now. Well, see, Tyler, Tyler, if you had got a real gaming system that doesn't suck balls, uh, MLB The Show's free. No way. Yeah. I downloaded how it did, last night for free. How did you swing that? It's just free. Do you have like a membership to some? I mean, like, maybe it, it probably probably Xbox Game Pass, which is like I think like five bucks a month. Get you all kinds of free games all the time. Xbox rules. I don't know why you bought a PlayStation. You absolutely betraying ho. We were Xbox kids. I'm still not. I'm never gonna forgive you for this. Honestly, I had a PS4 too. I mean, so did I. But when you pick your first next gen console, you got to pick correctly. I'll tell you, I probably won't buy both. That's yeah, a clearly. lot of money. Yeah, that's yeah. That's and a you're lot all like, oh, why don't you play video games? Because you buy the wrong damn console. Everything is cross compatible. I don't now. care. I don't want to play with your PlayStation ass. Like it taints the <laughs> game experience knowing on the other end you're playing on a PlayStation. I'll tell you this, Ethan. Uh, PlayStation is blue messages. Xbox is green. Okay, but like it's just not. I mean, I don't know. It's, you got a little bit of Android going on over there. That's, you know what? And in this case, I'm happy to be that way. And I'll tell you, it's absolutely not. Android, though, because like if PlayStation was not Android, they wouldn't have the one weird controller. That's because they're Apple. Yeah, but Apple's about uh, about intuitiveness and ergonomics, which is what the, Xbox. I and will tell you, Nintendo and the Nintendo Steam is not about ergonomics. The Pro Controller is literally just an Xbox controller. Okay, it's but just the Joy-Con. Yep, is okay, not. but they didn't. Okay, Tyler. Okay, Tyler. But they didn't pick the PlayStation style. When they made the Nintendo Pro Controller, did they? I can almost guarantee They you, didn't pick the PlayStation style. I guarantee you that when, I don't think LeBron plays video games. When Giannis goes to sit down and play 2K, he does so on a PlayStation. Because, like me, he has larger hands. My hands are pretty darn big, especially for like a normal person that doesn't have freak hands like you and your family members. <laughs> um, My big hands. Yeah, no, like there's nothing better about the PlayStation controller. The trigger buttons suck. Oh, I love the trigger they're buttons. They're awful. They're, they're simply awful. Um, and the joystick's in the wrong spot, man. It just is. Like everything else is the other way now. The time for PlayStation to admit they were wrong about that was a long time ago. I disagree. The symmetry is. It's not about symmetry, though. It's about use case. <laughs> I literally don't even notice the difference How? between the D-pad and the, I mean, it, like I could pick up an Xbox controller and I genuinely don't what think I would notice. Are you a big notice. D-pad guy? You a big D-pad user now? No. What are you doing with the D-pad? It's in a different spot on the Xbox. It's in the correct spot. I don't think I'd notice. I don't think you can play 2K with a D-pad. Um, the D-pad definitely does something. It's like call plays or whatever. I don't know how oh, to work God. that. That's, <laughs> no. I, uh, you want to run the flex defense? I don't know. I, what is that? No, I want to get it right, right past the arc and shoot. <laughs> past the arc, right, 
right above the arc, right behind the arc. I want to be. Yeah. I want to shoot a three. A three. I want to. <laughs> I want to get here and shoot a three. I was gonna say, if you're going past the arc, you might as well just go all the way up. I put up the game. Told me the other day, it was like, hey, play your next game. They're thinking about trading you. Make sure it's a good one. I, I did never... start over. They were like, make sure it's a good one. I put up seventy two points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all threes. Yeah, it's so funny because it's like Othello Akfam hates you. And I'm like, I just, my last three games were 91, 95, and 99. Like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, but you don't too. pass the ball. I don't need to pass the ball. Um, no, it's actually funny you mentioned that because that's the reason I brought my router in here to be next to the Xbox was so that I could download um, MLB The Show 23 faster. Uh, dude, I'm about to move my PlayStation to my daughter's room so that I can plug it up to the Ethernet for yeah. games. Yeah, I just, I plugged it in and it was like, oh, I'm going to download it 20 minutes. And I was like, you said you were going to take eight hours. What happened? What, what happened? What is the... Okay, so so I want to talk to you about... Uh, this is a... This is where the game comes into it, okay? Not that baseball's not a game, but this is about a, a prize contest put on by the Bazooka Bubblegum Company mm-hmm. in 1957, okay? Can I tell you... Can I pause you just for one second? Yeah, do you know the story? No, but the story of Bazooka Bubblegum just in general... Is like on my short list for stories to tell in this podcast. Okay, fair. That's all. Fair. Um, anyway, so ba- I'm, I'm just going to read you the the flyer for this contest really quick, and then we'll we'll talk about why we're here. Okay. Uh, it says, win these swell prizes in the fourth Bazooka Baseball Contest. You can win a Gilbert number 12062 Chemistry Lab, a Stellar 600 Power Microscope, or a Spalding Fielder's Glove. Here's a contest every baseball fan can win. Just write in the fi- correct final scores for these two games. From Friday, July 19th, 1957, the Milwaukee Braves played the New York Giants, and the Baltimore Orioles played the Kansas City Athletics. And what you had to do was predict the correct answers and mail this card in, along with five Bazooka Bubblegum wrappers, before July 11th. The crux here, though, is that it just says July 11th. Not what year, just July 11th, okay? Okay. So I want to tell you about a a 75-year-old man from Texas named Darwin Day, who in 2016 went to Virginia, the the state that we live in, to uh, clear out his brother's house after he passed away, right? Mm -hmm. It was a horrible occasion for for Mr. Mr. Darwin Day. Um... And he was so – he hated the experience so much of cleaning out all this crap that his brother left behind after he died. Then when he got home, he was compelled to get rid of some stuff, to do some spring cleaning, right? Mm-hmm. And what he found was his old binders and binders full of baseball cards. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of the things that he had saved f- from from whenever he got these baseball cards – I don't know if they were his. I never got the full story of whether they were his from, from you know, the, the 50s or what. It doesn't s- – maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I couldn't really tell. But – Basically, he finds a copy of this bazooka advertisement from no 1957, way. right? Um, <laughs> so this dude's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to win this contest. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to do it for a laugh, right? Like, my brother right. just died. This sucks. Everything sucks. Like, I'm just going to I'm going to fill out this old baseball card competition. So he goes on the Internet. He finds the result of these games from 1957. The uh, the the. The Milwaukee Braves beat the New York Giants 3-1 July 19th, 1957, and the Baltimore Orioles beat the Kansas City Athletics 4-2. He writes down the um the number he writes down the scores on these cards, basically like doesn't know where to send it to, right? Because like you can't like like the, it was it was bazooka playing cards in in uh conjunction with with tops the the playing card manufacturer right right, um, right. and they didn't have like y- you know the address was like no longer available or whatever right so this guy finds this dude named hold on let me see if i can find the, the name um tony jacobs who is now the uh the head of global confection for tops playing cards no way <laughs> so he takes his bazooka playing card wrapper thing fills it out goes and finds bazooka bubblegum puts his five wrappers in a card or in an envelope goes back to his his um collection right because he's, he's like mm, the name tony jacobs sounds familiar right turns out he had a baseball card of this guy from when Get he played out. in the minor leagues. That's this Tony crazy. Jacobs guy, right? So this guy is like he's got his, you know, this this baseball card. So he sends in the baseball card. He sends in um a letter. Uh, I guess because he found out this Tony guy used to be like the head of brand and marketing for lifesavers for a while or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently this guy, Darwin, grew up next to a Lifesavers factory when he was a kid. Could You know, he could tell, like, what... He said he could tell what flavor of Lifesaver they were making by how it smelled. And he, like, learned to tell the days of the week by, by the Lifesaver smell. smell. from the Lifesaver factory. From the Lifesaver factory. So he writes this story, finds this dude's address, and, and writes this story, sends in this baseball card, sends in his, his contest, sends in his wrappers. And this dude is just like, yeah, I get a weird letter on my desk. I, you know, I open it up and these just things fall out. It's like I get my own baseball card right. in the mail. I'm hunting is, you. Which is weird enough. <laughs> and then I get a bunch of gum wrappers. And the last thing, and a letter about lifesaver factories and the last thing that comes out is this this contest entry from 1957 and sure enough it does not say the date when it has to be mailed in by it just says july 11th that's hilarious i remember these contests as a kid not yeah absolutely from like the- but I remember, like, if you sent in box tops or, like, yeah. they had them on the b- backs of crayons. I remember being like, I'm going to wait until I'm an adult and I can just buy hundreds of boxes of crayons and send in to win this, uh, like, gumball machine or whatever <laughs> right? they were. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so Tony Jacobs goes and looks up this contest, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because Tops, I guess, still had the records for whatever reason. Um, I, I bet. I'll be honest with you. I bet Tops has records. Pretty good at keeping every, records, right? Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, um, I would say if anybody keeps good records on the history of their business, it's so, Tops. So it turns out nobody won this contest in 1957. No way. Nobody got it right. Nobody. Like a bunch of people sent them in, and nobody's answers were right. So the dude's like, I, I can't find the mics. Like, obviously, this guy wants the baseball glove, right? Right. So he goes and, like, hand picks him out a baseball glove, a Spalding baseball glove, and, like, you know, has it, like, embossed with, like, the Tops logo and, and, and right. puts the guy's yeah, yeah, name yeah. on it and stuff, <clears throat> and mails it to him, mails the contest entry back, and was just like, This is the best thing that's happened to me since I got this job. This is so cool. Like, how did you find this? And the guy was just like, yeah, no, I was just cleaning out all my baseball cards and it fell out and I figured I might as well try to win it. That's insane. I would have thought that there were multiple winners. I wouldn't have thought that nope, apparently nobody, nobody won. won it. You know <laughs> what I bet? And it's not even I- like, oh, the, the, you know, the, the Milwaukee Braves won like 14 to 7. Like, uh, <laughs> it was like a 3 to 2 game. Speaking of the Milwaukee, what is that sound? Uh, motorcycles. My windows are open right here next to me oh. because it's it's 80 degrees in my apartment. Gotcha. Yeah, and so I, I live near a motorcycle bar. So that's you some, some lovely member bar. of the Pagans Motorcycle Club. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of MLB scores that are a little bit out of the ordinary, okay. I've been keeping an eye on my Mets, Yeah. my, metro, my New York Metropolitans. How, how, how are they doing this year? Uh, they were doing great. Uh, when there were four games in, they were three and one, fantastic. Okay, uh, but they'd played all those against the Mariners. They okay. played two games against the Milwaukee. What are they called? The Brewers. Brewers. Uh, they lost the first game ten to nothing, and lost the second game nine to nothing. Good gravy! <laughs> oh, that is not good for a team that just spent a lot of money in the offseason. <laughs> God, so, they lost their best reliever, and everybody they got sucks. Wow, this is yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. That being said, there's only one undefeated team in baseball as of today. Is it the Texas Rangers? It is not the Texas Rangers. I don't remember what the other one you said the other day was. The Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Five games They should put the devil back. They should put the devil. I'm I'm in favor of putting the devil back. The devil back in baseball? Just in the Rays. I think, I mean, what if, like, you had the Devil Rays, but then you also had, like, the Chicago Christ White Sox? (laughs) (laughs) Um, See, that, see, that, that's an interesting one, because that implies, um... That the Red Sox are also kind of the devil? No, well, I mean, yeah, but... (laughs) Definitely. Um, So are the White Sox. The Detroit Christ Tigers. (laughs) The Detroit Christ Tigers. Christ Tigers. <laughs> that, that sounds that makes them sound like they play like Aussie rules baseball. <laughs> um, no, see, but th- that implies that um, th- the devil is an exclusively Christian idea. I mean, we don't have to leave it at that. You know, the Milwaukee Zeus Brewers. <laughs> Zeus Brewers. <laughs> so it just sounds like like a like a German last name. <laughs> yeah, Zeus my Brewer. name's uh, Jan Zeus Brewer. <laughs> yeah. Pickle, uh, what are you doing, dude? The San Francisco Trey Young Padres. That's a Christ-like that, figure. 
<laughs> you got everything about that wrong. <laughs> the the San Francisco Giants are the Giants. Team. Oh shit. Who's the, the San Diego Padres. <laughs> that also that's the Christ team, right? Like the fathers. The one yeah. named after priests? Yes. Yeah. Uh you've got uh I I think this one's your dad, the LA Dodgers. My dad. That was a draft dodger joke. Oh yeah, that's that was fair. a good one. That was that, good. that was it. Yeah. Well, it was it was okay. It did need to be explained. That <laughs> does usually harm the caliber of the joke. I try to zing draft dodgers as much as I can, but I don't know why. I don't know why. Like I would have been a draft dodger, a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, dude, war sucks. I don't want yeah, to war. No, they were like, "Hey, do you want to go to Vietnam?" I'd be like, "Absolutely no, not." No. <laughs> I want to go yeah, to even Thailand at, even for at my $90. Most, even at my most yeehaw Republican, I didn't <laughs> want to join the fucking military and go to war. Yeah. Of course, I mean, if my options were Vietnam or Afghanistan, I think I'd take Vietnam. That shows how little you know about the Vietnam War. Oh, no, for sure. I don't know anything about the yeah. war. But just imagine like a travel agent approached you <laughs> and was like, do you want to go to Vietnam? <laughs> Or do you want to go to Afghanistan? Like, do you want to go to Afghanistan, the place that is nearly uninhabitable due to being <laughs> desert and mountain at the same time? Or do, or do you, you want to go, go to what is, by all accounts, one of the most beautiful places in the world, Vietnam? <laughs> Vietnam. Uh, the rainforest. I remember my, my grandfather went to Korea, right? And he always came back with – well, not always. He came back. And he always had stories – they were just like, you know, I wasn't too much of a fan of those people, but that's a beautiful place. <laughs> that's a pretty place they're that's living in. That's a pretty in. place they live in. In <laughs> mountains like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> My grandfather's uh, Bill, uh, Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't got any gas in it. Mm-hmm. I had to put gas in my lawnmower today. That was a fun experience. What a, what an adult thing to do. Yeah. Did you mix your oil with it, or is it a four-stroke? It's a John Deere rod mower. I didn't have to mix oil with it. Okay. It's got a separate oil piece. Oil? Oil. Oil. <laughs> Man, I remember one time I stopped for gas. Uh, I was coming back from, from Christopher Newport University. I stopped for gas in a town uh, between Richmond and Charlottesville, in that just kind of like dead zone there. Where, I think I know exactly what town you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Uh, but I go to this gas station and I remember calling my dad. I was like, I'll be home, whatever. And he's like, where are you right now? And I, I go to the, <laughs> the cashier and I'm like, where am I right now? Because they didn't have a, a smartphone at this point. Um, yeah. And the lady behind the counter goes, Oval. Oval. And I was like, okay, I think I got you. Because <laughs> I can sort I, of, I, I, I speak it better now than I did yeah. back then, but I could, <laughs> I could sort of get the, the um, it's Oilville. Uh, Oilville. <laughs> Oilville. I had the same, I had the exact same experience. I stopped in a Kroger in Stewart's Draft. Yeah. One time and I like had to go into like I think I wanted like a like a specific tea or something that you couldn't get at like a normal gas station. I don't know what I wanted. I'm a persnickety asshole. Uh but I went in and I was getting like snacks and stuff and I asked the guy behind the register, I was like, Hey, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What uh, what exit I got off? Where am I right now? You're Sturch Draft. Sturch draft. No, we got there a lot no... of them around here, man. Everybody, you see those like you know top ten weirdest places to pronounce in the United States, and like ten of them are in Virginia. Buena Vista. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, we're famous for that because you know you down if you go southeast or southwest toward toward you know um, Abingdon, all those areas, the coal areas. Yeah. You start getting into like we're just gonna name it after places we heard of in the Bible, but we're gonna pronounce it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you got Lebanon and Damascus and Ararat yeah. and <laughs> Ararat. <laughs> Is that an Ararat? Yeah, Ararat. I love that. Uh, the 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 name of the town on Andy Griffith, right? Mayberry. It's just it's Is Mount Airy, it's North Carolina. But it's just like somebody saying it fast enough that somebody heard thought it, heard it and thought it was Mayberry. No way. Yeah, Mannery. Mannery. <laughs> He's like Mayberry. I'm like eh. close enough. Yep. I remember being on the phone in Stewart's draft and being like, hey, where am I? And I'm saying it and me getting on the phone to talk to, it's probably Mary Kate at the time and saying like, I'm in Stewart's draft. Stewart's draft. Stewart's draft. I don't know what, I don't know what that is. Like, I didn't know that was a place. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I know about Stewart cause Sarah was from there. Yeah. And those two places being like different, very different, very different from each other is Um. illegal. Yeah. Against the law. This has been your geography lesson with Tyler. You go to the next county over. It is spelled bout a tort. Bata. 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 I remember Kate pointed at the sign one time we're driving by and she's like, that, how do you pronounce that? And I was like, Bata. She's like, That's you, didn't, you tra- didn't put any consonants in it. Bata. Bata. That's pronounced Troutville. <laughs> well, that, we pronounce it Troutville. 
<laughs> travel. It's yeah, travel. Uh, Stanton, Staunton, Stanton, Stanton. Yeah, that's how you. I'll tell always, you this one. This goes tell. back to Miss Sneed's class. I was in Miss Sneed's class with you. We were talking about the Albemarle watershed, and she was like, "Yeah, it changes over up by Strasburg." And I've told you this story before. I think on the podcast. Uh, and our neighbor, Stephen Hoffman, who was the cool guy, like yeah. that's the that's the guy I thought was cool. He would say this thing. I thought it was from Eurotrip, but it's not because we just watched Eurotrip. He would go, Strasbourg, yeah. I guess like he had a college friend who was from there and they like made jokes about it. I thought it was like a joke joke. And Miss Sneed brought up Strasbourg and like in front of the whole class without missing a beat. I didn't raise my hand or anything. I just go, Strasbourg, yeah. And she just looks at me like, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you? What, why are you the way that you are? I was like, socks and seven, baby. Let's go. Why are you the way that you are? Who hurt you? <laughs> yeah, no, that was not from Eurotrip. Um, no. Stephen Hoffman was at Radford at the time, I think. I, You know, I about learned one thing in high school science, and it was that we are not in the Chesapeake Bay watershed, but like 99% of the rest of Virginia is. Uh, that was in middle school science. Whatever. Uh, science one thing science I learned- class. The one thing I learned in high school science was it that if you have moles, you multiply. And if you, <laughs> if you need, need moles, divide. you divide. And that is called stoichiometry. <laughs> stoichiometry. Do I know how to do it? Do no. you know why that's the only because thing I learned Sarah in high school? Sarah Gordon wouldn't stop talking. I think it's because I must have had a very robust science education in like fourth grade. Because I remember being in like pre-AP biology, doing like high-level Punnett squares, and none of it being new to me. Like all of it was review to me. Yeah. I don't think I had like a new concept introduced to me in a science class. Everything until in physics until stoichiometry. And then it was like, uh-uh, I'm uh-uh. too old to learn new yep. science. <laughs> they were like, do you want to do AP chemistry? And I was like, fuck no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I didn't learn anything in, in, in regular chemistry. I, I knew more going into it than I did coming out. Yep. That class is the only one in, in high school, I think, that actually made me dumber. What like and it makes me feel so stupid when I talk to other people who were obviously in advanced classes in high school and they're like, yeah, let's talk about covalent bonds. And I'm like, I can't. I can't. I don't know what that is. Yep. I know a cation is positive. <laughs> Thundercats <laughs> positive with metal swords. <laughs> you think? Do you think Tom Hudson remembers that? You think Tom, I was about to say, do you think Tom Hudson remembers that? I <laughs> I still have it. Um, the the time that Tom Hudson gave me a weird small key. And, and handed it to me in that class and turned around and goes, this is the key to Dick Cheney's broken heart. I still have it. It has he been something we did not know about Dick Cheney. It has been over, well over a decade <laughs> at this point since I was yeah, in. coming up on like 15 years. Since I was in 11th grade chemistry. Yeah, well over a decade. I still have that. I know where it is. <sighs> Tom Hudson put a pen in his pan, in his boxers. <laughs> Because he was Ron Burgundy. <laughs> he was just wearing like boxers and then briefs underneath it. Yep. He put a pen in his shorts. Yep. Yeah, what was that? What was, what was, you remember Sammy's last name? Sammy, the like, the, 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 the guy, the black kid. Sam Mitchell? Yeah, Sammy Mitchell. Yeah. Because uh, we had like three black people in our high school. Yeah. I remember one time he came into biology class wearing a Power Ranger suit with a sock rolled up where the dick's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all I remember about that kid. <laughs> I remember he got on like the front page of Reddit one time because he was flexing in the mirror and in the background it was like picture at the gym. And there was like an old dude bent over. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I remember that. And, and every time that our, uh, I don't remember the, the, the teacher's name, but I had biology class with him and every time. Time that uh uh they we they were talking about hemoglobin he would just go hemoglobin out loud <laughs> and so for now every time i hear the word hemoglobin which is not infrequent uh i just think of sammy mitchell going hemoglobin <laughs> sammy mitchell. that was an asshole i remember one time we were playing like what we call it bombardment in gym class <laughs> Oh my god, the game where it's like, hey, high schoolers aren't allowed to play dodgeball. Here's dodgeball, but worse. <laughs> but way worse. And I remember Sammy Mitchell... D- like, Gavin Hard throwing absolute piss missiles at high school students. <laughs> middle school students. <laughs> that dude taught me how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was just trying to make money that, and like accidentally ended up in teaching. That dude taught me how to drive. He was like, yeah, I mean, I became a teacher and then I realized I am a total loser bachelor. You know that line in... Uh, 
in School of Rock when Jack Black is like, those who can't do, teach. Exactly and those who can't teach, teach, teach Jim. <laughs> that guy. Oh, man. Gavin Hart. Yeah, but he was he was fun as a driving instructor. <laughs> we had a good time. Yeah, because he, he, like, stopped being a teacher. And, like, it was such a fun little yeah. novelty to everybody to be like, oh, this is what this guy's like in his regular life. My driving exam, my driving test, I will never forget to this day. It was drive from Cave Spring High School to Petland. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> there's no highway. There's no, nope, no nope. parallel parking. No. Nope. It was it was go down Merriman to, to whatever road you used to live off. Buck Mountain. Buck Mountain, yeah. Take a left on... 220 drive to pet oh i guess 220 is like yeah but i didn't have to use an exit like right (laughs) didn't have to merge i had to make a left and then turn into the petland parking lot and that was that was me learning to drive that well not learning that was my driver's exam my driver's exam i I can't remember the dude's name he was such a lame dude though he was like five six really tan wore like tank tops to his job as a driving instructor (laughs) yikes but they were like they weren't like the tank tops you're wearing right now because i i know you're five six and <laughs> and wearing a tank top. They were like the ones that were like a t-shirt that didn't have a sleeves. Do you remember these? They I like do, came yeah. all the way over here. I have one of those at this moment. Do you really? Yeah. I got it at Floyd Fest last year. Uh, I think his said Adidas on it. Yeah. So <laughs> it has like a, I actually really enjoy it. Um, it has like a regular t-shirt neck. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I have not thought about one of these in over a decade. And I didn't realize it was like that when I bought it. Um, I thought it just was a regular tank top. And then I put it on and I was like. Yeah, this is cozy, though. This is kind of comfy. Well, I think this dude was wearing Oakley's. Well, this is also a very different time period. Yeah. this was, um, That was when they were not pop- popular. <laughs> uh, anyway, this dude, I get in the car and I start driving. And he's like, how many uh, how many behind the wheels is this for you? And I was like, oh, this is my exam. And he was like, oh, man, we're supposed to do like everything under the hood. Don't worry about it. We'll just skip it. Everything under the hood? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to like open up the hood and like, show I had to drive him. to Petland. <laughs> That was it. Just to show them like how to check your oil, and I'll tell you one thing. I didn't know how to do that. That's for sure. I I could tell you one thing. If uh, if I'm on the side of the road with a flat tire, I'm gonna knock on some wood here. I don't know what the fuck to do. I know in my heart what to do, but as far as like, I I don't believe that if I get the jack out and put it under the car and crank it, that the car will raise up off the ground. Well, I mean, it will. Right, but I don't believe it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You do have to believe it. That's a big, pretty big part. It's like it's like Christmas miracle, uh, uh, Christmas spirit, right? Like the sleigh's not gonna fly if you don't believe the sleigh will fly. Um, No, Tyler. What if your tire ever blows on the side of the highway? What you are going to do is call your insurance company. And see if you have roadside assistance enabled on your policy. I have Erie, so who knows? You might. You probably do. You probably do. Did you get through? A, you got it through a broker, didn't you? Yeah. Then maybe not. But yeah, he was probably trying to cut me a deal. Yeah. Um, trying to do me a favor by giving me bad. Yeah, coverage. I remember people, when I worked at State Farm. Man, roadside assistance was like I think it was like six dollars per six months for the most part. Now, like it would go up if you like claimed it a bunch, but like it was like six dollars for six months, and people would be like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want anything extra. I don't want anything extra. And I'd be like, No, but you want roadside assistance. You want us to come fix your tire if if it blows, right? Like, no, no, I don't want anything extra. I want a state minimum. I, I don't want, I don't even want to have insurance. No comprehensive, no collision, no roadside assistance. I'd be like, bro, it is $1 per month. Like, yeah, well, my tire's not going to blow. <laughs> Without fail, it was like a, it was like a 100% conversion rate of people that would call back in. Because we'd write in their file, we would write declined roadside assistance package. Because, you know, we had to have that backed up, right? You had to talk to them about it because, like, God forbid if you didn't talk to them about it and they were called in, like, to, to State Farm after hours. And they, like, because they'll just process the claim right like right they don't care if it's covered or not they just they'll just process the claim they'll just send a tow truck out right and, and then you get stuck with a towing bill if you don't have it but and so we like we'd have to have protective it was like 100 conversion rate of like people to call back in like hey you got that thing on my policy where you go fix my tire if it's blown nope you did de- it says right here march 21st you declined it but like, i ain't never declined nothing i got like, state maximums yeah i got the state maximum <laughs> I got the best damn coverage. You said you guys yeah. could have the best coverage. Like a good neighbor, right? I just remember the people coming. Oh, I got a pretty good policy through Geico. I got $25,000, $50,000 for my liability <laughs> limits, which is the state minimum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I that pre- is I a good policy. To people trying to save money, that is a good policy. <laughs> yeah. Well, y- yeah. Until the bank finds out you don't have comprehensive or collision on the car that you have a loan on. Well, yeah. No, that would be bad. Yeah. 
All right. Well, this says we got six minutes and 38 seconds left before Zoom hangs up on us again, because apparently my Zoom didn't go through. My Zoom payment. Zoom. So. Zoom. Do you want to wrap this up in the next six minutes and 28 seconds, 24 seconds? Yeah, let's wrap it up right now. It is not going down one second per second, I'll tell you that much. No, it's not. No, it's not. Thanks for... Thanks for listening to this show. That's Tyler Carlin. He almost cried in therapy today. And that's Ethan Edgehill. He didn't cry at all today. I did not cry at all today. No onions were cooked. An hour and a half left. I I mean, there's a... a, I'm watching a PG-rated sports movie when I'm (laughs) done with this. There's every possibility that Anthony Hopkins at the end of... uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins at the end of The World's Fastest Indian is going to make me cry. Solid chance. Yeah. That is a PG-rated sports movie. That's we the same kind of rating they give to movies week. like Marley and Me or yeah. The Art of Racing in the Rain, where Kevin Costner voices a dog. I'm Kevin Costner. Let me tell Costner. you what movie I'm never going to watch is the movie where Kevin Costner voices a dog. And I am a greyhound before it was illegal to race greyhounds. It was, it was a golden retriever that I would ride go- in the car with... with uh, the Nathan Petrelli from Heroes, or Peter Petrelli from Heroes, Milo Ventimiglia from NBC's This Is Us. Oof, you're, you're pulling names out, man. Uh, he's he's Jess on Gilmore Girls. Mm-mm. Then you haven't seen this guy in anything, but fine. He's <laughs> he plays, I think, Kevin. Costner's I remember Peter owner. Petrelli. Yeah, Peter Petrelli, the the the, <coughs> the guy from Heroes that has the power, the one that's not a senator, the one that isn't. Oh, uh, I know this guy. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah. drive a Nissan Versa. Yeah, Peter Petrelli. Yeah, Peter Petrelli, Jess from Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Milo Ventimiglia. Oh, he's the dude from This Is Us. Us. I said that. Yeah. Because you fought with me about it one time. I mean, I've seen This Is Us. You were all like, oh my, yeah, you know, network television's not bad, dude. This Is Us is like solid television. Uh, It's garbage. I take back what I said. Good. It's not better than Succession. He's in She's All That. He's in She's All That, like the movie? Yeah. He had to have been a child. In 1999? Yeah, maybe not. Does that movie really not that old? That makes it 24 years old. Yeah, I know, but if you asked me when when She's All That came out, I said like 1984. Well, it was Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. Okay. I've seen He's All That with- uh, Me too. With with, Bubble Girl. Yeah, right. With Addison Rae. Addison Rae. Matthew Lillard, Freddie Prince Jr., Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Kieran Culkin. R.I.P. Kieran Culkin's not dead. No, Paul Walker. I think that's what the show's about, actually, is that Karen Culkin's not dead, but his dad is dying. What the movie he's all that is or she's all that is about? No, Succession. Oh yeah, that is what Succession's about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's died. I don't know. I haven't watched Succession. I've watched like the first episode and I was like, mm-mm, this is anxious. I don't like it. I don't like the way this is shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I it was one of those that I was always like, hey, you know, Kate, you want to watch this with me, right? And she was like, Yeah. And then finally she was like, I never wanted to watch that show. And I was like, Cool. Thanks. Guess what I haven't been doing for three years? Watching Succession. Watching Succession. Thanks for hanging out with me, Ethan. I'll see you around. I'll see you eventually. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go see D&D sometime. Yeah, not Friday. I'm busy on Friday. Okay, cool. Me too. Me too. Yeah, no, it's fine. I don't want to go Friday. I'm going to a baseball game. That's cool. Congratulations. Yeah. What what baseball game? I'm going to go see the Mets. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to see the Boston Red Sox. But the Salem version. The Salem version. <laughs> is that like opening day? Uh, I think it is. It might be their opening day. That's got to be pretty close. (laughs) Yeah, we're go- we got the we got the patio for work. We're nice. Going and, yeah, that is fun. We'll enjoy that. <clears throat> I'm gonna go finish watching that movie. All right, have fun. Bye, buddy. Bye. Uh, I think it is. It might be their opening day. Yeah, we're go- we got the we got the patio for work. We're going and yeah, it can be a good time. All right, have fun. Bye. <laughs>